Hashtag create more. All right. You ready? Yeah. Sure. What's up, guys? Rob here with the Create More podcast presented to you by 1012 Productions. We're in our brand new studio today, and it's our very first podcast with Mr. Steve Budzik. Now, we can't guarantee that everything is going to go perfect since it's the first mm. one, but uh, we'll hope for the best. So the premise of the podcast is to engage and attract small business owners and those that are looking to start their own business and get some tactics and strategies from those that have done it that are currently doing it and doing it very well within their respective fields. So at this point, I'd like to introduce Steve Budzik, a prominent real estate investor, developer, and innovative marketer. Steve, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks, Rob. Thanks for having me. And uh, I look forward to this. Awesome. So I appreciate you being here. I have one question for you. What do you Shoot. think of the new studio so far? I love it. This is perfect. I mean... It, it fits exactly what you need to do. And I'm all about, uh, you know, these smaller spaces like this, because the truth is, is you don't need a lot of space. And plus you get, you have to be more creative when you're building it out or at least setting it That's up for, for your That's needs. True. So it's still a work in progress, but uh, we're having a lot of fun doing it. And we're very excited to have you today. So we're going to rattle off some questions. We're going to keep it short and sweet, hopefully under 30 minutes. Cool. I like it. Less than that. Because uh, we do know the attention span of viewers nowadays is a little bit smaller than it was a little while ago. Uh, but let's start off. So, Steve, we already talked about you being a real estate investor and uh, a developer. But what did you do before real estate? So I'll, I'll give you my background from uh, from high school. So, right, I'm, I'm 34 years old and um, graduated high school, got right into the union um, I, I hated school. I was actually not a great student. So C's and D's were uh, on my report card yeah. and, um, went into construction. It was great, made a lot of money. And I realized that there, there was something missing, you know, I wanted more. Um, and so I actually s shifted gears and I went into the, uh, the medical field. Okay. So with, with the intention to become a uh, firefighter paramedic. Cool. And uh, that was the same thing, right? It was an amazing experience. I seen a lot of crazy stuff, and I just realized that again, there was a, there was just something missing. I wanted more. There was there was a ceiling at, at every every job I had, sure. and and I wanted to remove that that ceiling. And so I got into real estate, uh, kind of like left handedly, and that was just I seen the sky's the limit there, right? Yep. So I got into real estate actually with uh, with the company called iCandy Homes. Okay. And I, I ran their acquisitions department. And so I got my real estate license with the purpose of only investing. But when I got my real estate license, I, I realized that there was a lot more opportunity. So being a broker, kind of the traditional get your license, do the whole buy, sell, and, and yeah. rent thing wasn't on your radar at that time. Nope, not at all. I had, you know, basically one buyer, right? Yeah. The investor, iCandy Homes. Sure. And, and that was it. So I did. So iCandy Homes was your first. That's what got you into the whole, I want to work with these guys because they're going in and buying and I can find it for them. Or were you on the investment side as well? Did you get 
kind of yeah. So I, you know, it was kind of cool because I was able to learn a ton by providing value to them. So yeah. like when I, you know, my my story is so funny because when I started, I was putting up bandit signs, right? Those roadside signs. Yeah. Uh, I'd go out every Friday night at ten o'clock and and I'd finish at around two in the morning, and then I would basically field those calls. And and the idea was, listen, you do this, you know, for us for free. And you can pretty much have the listings, right? So the people that were more of a retail sale sure. uh, didn't want to take a, a, a low offer. And then, you know, we want obviously the the deals, the rehab deals sure. or the rehab leads, I should say. Sure. And so that was my, you know, foot in the door with a, an amazing company. And, you know, it just grew yeah. from there. Well, we've got a, a little bit similar background. I'm not sure if you even know this, but I used to be a police officer and it was- Night. Yeah. <laughs> Police officer for four years, just out of college. So that was, you know, on the public service side of things. Yep. But even as you mentioned, there's a ceiling to that. So yeah. it, it, you know, to make money. I mean, obviously, great benefits, great respectable uh, occupation. But you get struck with that entrepreneurial bug, and and you want to start doing things um, that so you have a little bit more control over of, over mm-hmm. your success capabilities. Um, so that's that's interesting that we have that in common, and and. We obviously been working for the last year or so on the video marketing side for yeah. your business, and maybe uh, more, right? Yeah, you didn't even know that. Yeah. Well, no, I think we're we're at yeah. about a year. We're our uh, anniversary is coming up. Nice. So, so I'm excited. But, uh, for those that don't know, if you haven't seen it, so the ten twelve production side, the video marketing side, uh, we do a lot of videos, and Steve was one of our very first clients, um, and has become a good friend. Business. Uh, business guy to talk and, and shoot the shit around and, and really kind of strategize for businesses. So it's, I truly value the relationship, not only from you giving us business and, and feeding, feeding our family, but yeah. just overall the, the connections and, and uh, the ability to talk shop. Absolutely. And likewise for you, I mean, you've created a lot of value and I met a lot of people and you're always, what I, what I love about you is you're always willing to give ideas to other businesses from a viewpoint that maybe they're not looking at. Sure. So that's and, cool. Yeah, from a marketing standpoint, especially if you own a small business or you're looking to start one, uh, you always have to think about what your market or the viewer or, or your potential customer or client is going to think when they see the content. Is it valuable? Does it bring value to them as a viewer? Because we're, we're very good, and I mentioned this on uh, a couple days ago on Instagram stories, is everybody has great intentions when they put out content. But most of it isn't valuable or it's not geared or uh, presented in a way that brings value to those that are viewing it. So I'm a huge advocate, and we've talked about this, is every time you think about posting something, it's all about value. And if you don't follow Steve, I'll, I'll put his, his Instagram handle on, on the screen, but uh, at Steve Budzik, but he brings a tremendous amount of value. If, if you don't follow him, on the real estate investment side, development, rehab side, he is absolutely phenomenal when it comes to explaining the process and the quality of work that his business, him and his partner, Tim Wangler, uh, put together. Like it's, it's not your typical rehab job. So you can tell how well someone runs their business based on the small details of, of what you see in a day-to-day. So we see it on the video production side. They're always checking for the value uh, of that the, the end buyer is yeah. going to get. And Absolutely. even, you know, when it comes to, uh, you know, uh, electrical outlets and, and new plates and trim, making sure that it's flush up against the wall, we won't get into too much detail, but that's what I notice, And that's what I think attracted me to Steve and his business and, and just him in general is that he is very 
Uh, he's very meticulous when it comes to looking at those things, which ultimately benefits the end buyer, which uh, in real estate, when someone's buying, there's a lot of questions and you want to make sure that you're comfortable when buying. And every single one of the homes that I've seen through the video side has been something that I think a buyer can be confident going into. Absolutely. So uh, I got my list over here, making sure we hit most of the questions. Um, what is one moment, even you know, maybe before real estate or even on a real estate deal, that is the most memorable that pops in your head right away? What is it? Most memorable, I would say our 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 first million dollar sale. Okay, when was that? Where that was it? That was uh, it was in Hyde Park. So it was a, it was a real interesting case because this wasn't a property that we traditionally bought or, or Eye Candy Homes bought, but we structured a, a joint venture actually with the seller. Cool. So we we actually created a deal, yeah. right? Instead of just finding a deal, <clears throat> and it was a total win win because this the seller couldn't finish the project, and so I Candy Homes as the investor developer came in. You know, I helped on the analysis side and and helped structure the deal. <clears throat> they came in, they did all the work. I think it was like almost a hundred thousand dollars to put into this home to get it. You know, yeah. back to its again. It was a hundred year old home, sure. and um, you know we listed it. We had multiple offers first week, typical. And um, it sold for, uh, if I recall, it was like a little bit over asking price. So that was cool because it was our first, you know, million dollar deal, multiple offers, everything was exciting, everything went perfect. Well, what, so kind of expanding on that, where did you, where'd you say it was at? Hyde Park. Hyde Park. Okay. So a lot of interesting, uh, I guess, traction and momentum in that area. Yeah. Uh, You know, Hyde Park was Hyde Park was uh, Drexel. Hyde Park was Drexel. Okay, yeah. Cool. Yep. So that was another really great property that uh, wasn't in the best shape, but you guys yeah. turned around and, and and did something very cool with it. Um, so on the business side, kind of backtracking a little bit because I wanted to ask this earlier: is what what made you want to get into business on your own, like to take that leap? You know, you you became a real estate broker. Mm. You were you know working on the investment side, but. Uh, you're doing some other things, right? That that are kind of on, like I Candy Homes, I Candy Realty. It's two separate entities, correct? Correct. So making that jump and, and kind of taking that direction, what what made you take that leap? You know, again, I I really just wanted to remove the ceiling that was there at any job that you typically have. You know, you can only your your income can only go so high, sure. right? Yep. And and with this, you're your own boss. You, you can create endless opportunities, and that's what was really cool. And, it, you know, it, it, it's, it may sound cheesy, but I like the idea of always helping people, right? I mean, that's why I shifted gears and went into the medical field. Um, and, and, again, when I first started with Eye Candy Homes, I mean, I was going out to appointments every single day, right? And when you're meeting with these people who are typically distressed financially, sure. mentally, you know, you're, you're – you're saving them just like the the guy in Hyde Park. I mean, we really say his son had cancer and it was a, it was a mess, right? But we were able to basically get rid of his debt and allow him to make a little bit of money and it just totally that that can change somebody's life. Absolutely. No, and that, and that's respectable. Um what so when you made the transition to leave the medical field or that yep. direction, I mean, what was going through your head other than the ceiling? Like, did you have any fears? Did you have any, did you, you set like, what? I was in a, I, you know, I, I always say like, I was just lucky, right? I was just lucky my whole life, to be honest with you, just everything. It, 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 I always made it go right. And 
I put myself in a position to be able to succeed. So at that time, I was literally living at my grandma's house and um, I made no money with the, to- with the total intention of how much can I learn. Yep. And so my first year in real estate, I made $0, but I learned so, so much information that helped me really you know, propel to you know, six years later. Um, I, I didn't really have any fear. I, I just went for it, sure. you know, and I only had a plan A. There was no, people talk about this plan B, like there was no plan B. There was only plan A. I know what I wanted and I was going to do whatever it took to get there. What would you, one piece of advice that you would give someone that is looking to make the jump, say that they're, you know, they've got a, you know, a job right now. They're not yeah. very happy. They have that entrepreneurial bug, but they really don't know where to start. I guess it's a two-part question. One, when dealing with the emotion or the fear that mm-hmm. a lot of people would have to leave something that's very stable, yeah, to really give in to the passion that they may want to pursue, what would be, and I'll have you answer this separately, what would be one piece of advice that you would give someone that has that kind of uneasy feeling, but you know that the passion is there? Yeah. So what I would tell them is, to, to not just make the leap, right? Because they probably need their income. And so that's that's the issue for m- most people is that they need the income. So they've got to create an opportunity for a win-win. So I would say keep your job. But the route that I would go is find somebody that would be almost like a mentor, sure. almost like an apprenticeship. Yep. I'm doing that actually with, with somebody right now where they can make money and they can learn right? Or if they're, if they're keeping their job, but you've got to come at it from a value perspective. You've got to bring value. So like if somebody wanted to get into your business, you know, they should reach out to you and they should be willing to do whatever you say, right? And they could work with you two hours a day, every single day, and they could learn the business and provide value to you. And then slowly make that transition until the point where they're actually making income and they can actually leave. Or if you've got, you know, a big set on you, you just take the jump, right? Sure. But you've got to be in a position to be able to do that and make no money. And you got to most... you got to evaluate it from all angles, right? So you have to be realistic in in making that decision and making sure that it's something that makes sense. Um, but yes, I mean, big risk, big reward yeah. type of scenario. But everybody has a different situation, uh, you know. So take that into consideration. Don't just make the leap. Uh, that's why I wanted to make sure that we had this type of platform to be able to have our, our, our guests engage the community. So I definitely highly recommend that you follow Steve uh, and just be able to connect. And you're a pretty cool yeah. guy, right? You'll answer questions. Anytime. I mean, I tell people all the time, call me anytime. Nice. The, the funny part is, is most most people don't, but some people do. They take, yeah. take me up on it and I'll get a random call that I've never, ever known the person. Um, but the other thing too is most people say they want it, but you got to really want it. Sure. You got to really want it. Like, And you got to know, like I was up till, you know, after midnight last night, right? And what the what I had to get up at six in the morning. Like, do you really want it? How bad do you want it? You've sure. got to ask yourself because I know a lot of people. I'm sure you see it. They say they want it, but the actions aren't there. Yeah. And and that's that's a good point to bring up. So, uh, I've, do you follow Gary Vaynerchuk at all? Yeah, for sure. So Gary V at Gary V. Um, I'll put that as well. If you don't know who he is, definitely give him a follow. He's 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 a guy that gives a lot of truth and honest yeah. value to the viewers. Um, some people don't like it, but I absolutely love it. And I know you yeah. do too. But when it comes to potentially making that transition, it comes down to uh, 
putting into your nine to five and then having the passion and the willpower to put in the extra four to five extra hours after the nine to five to really build out your passion um, or, or you know build that yeah. business to be able to eventually make the leap. Now, going back to mentorship, not everybody is going to be able to connect on, on, you know, by sending a message or calling or they have someone that's readily accessible. If that's the case, and I'm going to put you on the spot here, yeah, yeah, what, yeah. Are, what are three influencers that you have looked at that may not necessarily, they could be a mentor, but maybe yeah. online, YouTube, someone that you've done research and said, I really like this person's style, yeah. you know, who would those be? I would say, um, so I love Grant Cardone, right? I love yep. him. him. Um, Real Gary estate v. investor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Real estate investor. He's just a cool guy. He's just, I give him so much credit, right? He's 60 something years old and he's just pounding the pavement yeah. every day. It was so funny. I, I bought a program from him and I called the, their office because I had a question and I literally heard the guy in the background. That's so awesome. again, do you really want it? You know, are you going to be 65 years old showing up to the office or do you want to lay on the beach, right? Yeah you know, Grant wants it and you can see by the results. So he's sure. cool. Gary V's cool because again, he gives a ton of information, a ton of content for free. And then the last one would be uh, Mir Ezra. So that's kind of a coach that, that we've worked with. And I mean, just totally transformed my life. And that would be somebody that was really on a personal level, right? I mean, I'm watching Grant from TV. I'm watching uh, Gary V from TV, but Mayor is uh, just completely transformed my life, and um, so he'd be a third. Cool, cool. So let's talk about uh, staying ahead of the game, right? Mm -hmm. So I spoke a little bit on on Instagram stories about how you can be perceived by the market to be able to be one of the in the know or yeah. ahead. You're introducing new things, and and the goal is is really to do it. Well, it doesn't have to be perfect, but do it fast. And you're big in, in talking about speed to the market and, oh, and yeah. doing fast, but doing it right, making sure that it's right. What uh, what would you say or who do you use or, or kind of look to to make sure that you're ahead of the game, that you're not getting too comfortable of mm -hmm. doing the same things because as new things get introduced to the market, you can fall behind if you're not up to speed on those things. So what... What or who do you look to when so you try So I'll tell you my, my one secret, and it's, uh, it's funny because, you know, hashtag create more is part of it. But literally all I do, and, and I've, I've told this to everybody, uh, some people actually do it, most people don't, I literally just come up with ideas. So anytime I'm at a, at a sticking point or I'm seeing some sort of a shift or I'm, I'm seeing something in the marketplace, all I do is come up with ideas. So for an example, I would look at my, my marketing of a home mm -hmm. and I would say, I would literally just write down ideas on how to do different things sure. or more marketing. And it, it was, it's amazing the ideas that have, have come to me doing that. I get that, but you've got great ideas. But the reality of it is, is we all have some sort of influence from somewhere. So whether it's you see something, whether it's and, and you walk into homes and you know yeah. what different design trends and things like that. So you're not just coming up with the idea that plum is going to be the new, you know, trend in color in homes in 2020, right? Am I fair to Yeah, I mean it's uh it's just something that I do because I, I, I'm a believer of you've got to keep it simple. Yep. And too many people are looking for this this magical answer. 
And that is the answer because it is, everything is based around an idea. Sure. Everything. But it's molded though. But 1012 Productions was an idea. It and was an idea, created. but there's a lot of influences that have come into play when when building 1012. Now, a lot of you, if you follow, know that I leverage YouTube. That's how we started the business, really, and, and how to, to... But that was an idea. It was an idea, but it's also molded by influences. The starting of the business, yeah, it was an idea, but I also said, listen, this caters to my passion the creativity caters to my passion. Now, how can I build that out and what can I leverage from an influencer standpoint um, on how to learn how to use a camera better, mm-hmm. right? Or how to um, do this better or how I can offer this because I saw this done and I wanted to be able to implement it for the client yeah. to be able to turn it into a, a you know a service offering. Um, you know, if you're the miraculous guy that comes up with the ideas and I need to be following you more to, to generate, but I'm going to give you one last time. Yeah, is yeah, there yeah, anything yeah. that, I mean, you that's look to? that I, I, you don't flip through design magazines. You don't look through for sure. I'm always, okay. but I, in as I've, when I started, mm-hmm. that's what I did. Right. Because sure. you know, everybody says knowledge is power. And so the, the goal was to be a sponge and absorb and to gain as much knowledge. And so yeah. of course I would be looking at, all of that, right? Design sure. trends and everything. But now, like, I don't watch TV. I don't watch the news. I, I, I don't read or look at any of the articles from anything. Like, Impressive. anything. Yeah, I don't. I really don't. And his work is really good. So that's why I've been pushing to, to try to get him to, to at least give you an inside. But, like, if you're talking about ideas on, like, renovations and design and stuff like that, I mean, I can't even really take the credit for a lot of that because, sure. uh, you know, Tim is on the construction side. And I, I know he's the same way, though. He yeah. just creates something. And, and honestly, we give our guys a lot of just – Guys call me all the time, Steve, which way you want the tile ran? I don't know. Which way do you want the tile ran? Yeah. Like literally that's what I tell them yeah. because I want them to create it as much as I need to create X. Sure, sure. And so that's that's my motto and that's my mindset is, you know, you got to give people the the leeway to to create any position, any role. And, and while there's policy and all that, You've got to be able to create on the position because it is an ever changing. Everything's changing. Sure, sure. So that's my uh, that's my secret. Again, a lot of people um, just don't believe it, but it's my secret, honestly. Well, and I do I mean, it. You, I do it all the time, though. Well, I mean, his his work is good. I can attest to that. So you know, kudos to you to be able to Appreciate to be able it. to Thank you. think on the fly and come up with with some interesting ideas and and execute. I mean, execute's the biggest piece of the puzzle. Speaking of execution, the last question that I have for Steve is where is the business going from here? What, where do you see your redeveloped properties, iCandy Realty, and, and whatever else that you may be going? Mm-hmm. What, what is the next since we're headed into 2020? What does 2020 look like for your business? So our target right now is, is buying one property a week. Um, we would I'd love to continue to expand that. How many flips do you have so far in 2019? Oh man. So we've got a spreadsheet. Roughly. Roughly it's it's hard to say because we we have all of our construction projects. So anything that we've done work on, I mean we were pushing like it was right around 70 to 80 projects in our spreadsheet, but that could be like a client rehab, that could be sure. a rehab, that could be a fixing list. Sure. Um so they're kind of all together. Um but our target is 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 really moving into 2020 is again 
um, one, one rehab a week and just continue to expand on all fronts. Yep. So we're looking to gain about one agent a month on the, uh, on the realty side. We're looking to continue to do more fix and list projects and continuing to do more renovations and more, just more of everything, just nice. total, total expansion, no contraction. I know everybody's talking about a market slowing down. I'm just, I'm not seeing it. Yeah. Well, congratulations on all your successes. We're going to wrap up here. We want to keep it short and sweet. Um, Wes, the light's still on? Excellent. Perfect. We got Wes but, uh, in the background. That's whose phone went off in the, you know, the very beginning of the podcast. Uh, but great. Thank you so much for taking the time to, to come chat. It was awesome yeah. to get to know you a little bit more. Um, and again, I'll put Steve's information at the bottom to be able to connect. But that, that about does it for episode one of the Create More podcast. Again, if you are a small business or you're looking to explore starting your own business, uh, this podcast is for you. The goal is to bring on guests to make sure that there are creative ideas coming to the table and tactic and strategy to help you gain more exposure for your business. Again, I'm Rob. This is Steve. And uh, thanks for joining our first episode. And we'll see you on the next one. Mm-hmm.